Hey guys, welcome back to Vertical Momentum. I'm your host, Richard Kaufman. Guys, this is going to be an amazing, amazing conversation with my friend, Big Country Brian. Guys, have you are you in the game or are you out of the game? Are you guys competing every day or are you letting the competition roll over you? We're going to be talking to Brian, gold winner, amazing veteran, changing people, motivational speaker, changing the game. So definitely listen to this. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment. So because this is going to be a life changing conversation. Brian, my brother, what is going on? What's up, brother? Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on, man. This is uh, this is really awesome. <laughs> oh, oh man, it's my honor. Um, and I'm and I know you got a lot going on. You just came back from kicking kicking ass, and you're about to start kicking ass again. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to come today. Uh, first of all, what is your definition of resilience? Man, just never, you know, from from literal experience, you know, never quitting, always fighting through the pain and, and not letting life's negative moments not only ruin our day, but not letting life's negative moments ruin our life to just push past that with every ounce of energy we got. Now, you know, we've known each other, I think, a couple of years now, and you inspire me. You know, a lot of people don't know if they just see your picture. Uh, they just see you from the waist up, but they don't realize what's from the waist <laughs> down. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, but I just want to say once again, thank you. You've been a great friend all these years, and I just wanted to say I truly appreciate your friendship. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about wh where you come from. Where did you grow up? What kind of little kid was big country when you were small country? <laughs> That's the first thing, it's the first thing anybody's ever put it like that. Um, I, uh, I'm originally from Malden, South Carolina. Um, so Game, I grew up. Game, Gamecocks or Clemson? Clemson. All right, guys, we got to go. It's been a great show. <laughs> <clears throat> um, grew up in Malden, South Carolina. Um you know, shoot, man, just like every other kid in the 80s, man, outside playing in the in the woods, playing in the streets, you know, uh, not really paying any attention to video games. I mean, even when like Nintendo first came out, man, we really didn't care, man. We wanted to go outside. <laughs> um, grew up uh, the first uh, 12 years with my grandfather, who was a retired Navy veteran um, and a retired uh, school teacher. Um, then I moved in with my dad at 13, uh, played basketball all my life, um, and, uh, moved up to North Carolina in 98 with, uh, with my aunt. Uh, she needed a little bit of help around here. So, um, come up here to help her for a little bit. And this is where I call home right here in, uh, Mahali, North Carolina, uh, actually gave up a four year scholarship to David Lipskin university. Uh, to join the military. That uh, was my first dream job. Uh, just always wanted to be a soldier, man. Even though my grandpa tried to push me to the Navy, you know, always wanted to be a soldier. And uh, So talk to us about, because I love to hear everybody's recruiting story. And it sounds to me like you recruited yourself. So it wasn't a hard sell. So talk to us about your recruiting story, what job you took, and why. Ah, uh, man, the... There's not really much of a recruiting story, man. I, you know, I always loved playing in the woods and stuff like that, man. And, and as growing up, 
I was always bigger than everybody else. So I didn't want to put my big tail on those little bitty uh, beds on the boat. <laughs> um, I chose to be a power, jitter, uh, power generator mechanic, uh, something that was widely used all over the Army, um, something that I could use on the outside as well. Um, you know, always been tinkering with cars and, and messing with engines and stuff like that. Wanted to get into something a little bit serious. Um, so that's, you know, the reason why we took that job. Uh, of course, we got to do a multitude. Everybody knows you wear multiple hats in the military. Just because you pick one job doesn't mean that that's all you're ever going to do. Uh, you know, you wear 50,000 different hats in there. So. Now, I think that's great forward thinking, um, because for me, when I joined, I never thought about what I was going to do when I got out. So I, I became a tanker and not many tanker jobs when you get out. But I think <laughs> that was really smart of you to figure out, all right, I'm eventually going to get out and at right. least I'll kill. So I thought that that's pretty smart. So did you immediately take to the military? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That was, uh, you know, before I even got in, I was one of the few, uh, I, I did ROTC. Um, my first year ROTC at Brooklyn Case High School in South Carolina, uh, made it all the way up to platoon sergeant, got a, uh, a medal from the governor of leadership, um, made command sergeant major the entire school the following year. Um, you know, my, my, my sergeant major, my, my lieutenant colonel pulled me in the office and was like, yo, you know, nobody's ever done this before. You know, you got a real knack for this. Uh, you know, I went to the little mini camps during spring break when everybody else was having fun, man. I was out at, you know, little mini camps and I knew my rank. I knew my general orders. You know, I, I knew what I was getting into for the most part. I mean, of course, there's always surprises that you don't know about. But, you know, going through that type of stuff through school and whatnot, it just, I mean, we already knew. <laughs> All right. So now, like, when, you, when I went to basic, um, I was with, known for the wrong reasons. I went to basic with long blonde hair, earrings. So when I got there, they kind of, I stood out. My, my hair eventually turned orange. So they called me red all through basic. So I got picked on all through basic. So what was it like being one of the biggest guys going through basic? You couldn't exactly hide. So what no. Was <laughs> no, there was no hiding. Um, you got signaled out a lot. Um, now, I wasn't very big. I mean, I was tall and skinny. Um, but, you know, it, it. you did. You stood above the rest. And, and whenever the drill sergeants were sitting there hollering at everybody, it felt like they were always looking at you um, because, you know, your head pops up everybody else. And it's like, squeeze down here a little bit. <laughs> uh it did end up being a platoon guide there for a while, um, you know. So I got to got to show my leadership experience and stuff. Um, you know, they they always wanted multiple people to have platoon guide experience, or at least the ones that they they seem to to feel that are there for the job and not just hey, this is a way out of life. If that makes any sense? Yeah. Okay. So now, when you got on active duty, you know, when you got it to your your station. And you started getting into you know, the daily routines of being a soldier. For me, I was back into I was into health and fitness back then. Um, so when everybody else when it was drinking beer or they were drinking, you know, they were partying. 
I'm taking creatine. I'm taking protein powders. I'm reading Muscle Magazine, and they're reading other stuff. I can't say what. It is. <laughs> but that that was my thing. Um, did you start getting into health and fitness during your uh, military service? During the service, yeah, right off the bat, no. Um, I did my first year uh, in the service. Uh, so I got out of basic and AIT two weeks before Christmas of 06. Um, I did 2007 uh, in reserves here in Charlotte. And then 2008, I went active duty, uh, went straight to Germany. Um, actually, they actually gave me Germany. That's where I wanted to go. Um, <clears throat> not at first, man. I mean, it was, you know, new country. You know, you're traveling around. You're trying to taste some different things. Uh Right as I got to Fort Lee, Virginia, that's where the fitness part took over. Um, that's where I hit my first. Um, that's where I hit my first big push forward in the military. Uh, went to Fort Bragg for WLC. Uh, was given a bunch of military classes and stuff like that. Man, that's where I really, really jerked my knot in my butt and said, "Okay, this is where we push forward." Um, and PT became really, really easy. Um, I wasn't a big runner, but when it came to your strength training and, and conditioning training and stuff like that, man, it was just, I was beasting it. Uh, in the gym uh, all the time and whatnot, started getting big and, and whatnot. So, it, yeah, the fitness part really hit whenever I got the four league. Uh, of course, everybody goes to the gym whenever you're deployed. So, <laughs> that's like so, a month. <laughs> obviously, you've done a couple deployments. Um, you did a lot of stuff, but, you know, also, like I, I mentioned earlier, uh, people only see you from the neck up, but they don't see you from the some from the top down. Right. So please talk to us about your journey. Um, so January 7th, 2014, um, I was I was stationed at Fort Riley. I um, was going to get my guys some lunch. And if anybody knows anything about Fort Riley, uh, Trooper Drive going down towards the commissary PX and stuff, uh, there's a really big ravine that sits off to the right. And uh, I hit black ice and ran off that ravine, you know, going to get my guys some lunch. And uh, took my left leg above the knee and really screwed up my right leg to, from the kneecap down to the ankle. I got 30 screws, four plates, and a 10-inch rod uh, on my right side. Uh, can't feel my foot, so it's pretty much like having a BK on that side. Um, they uh, sent me to KU Med uh, to get surgeries and stuff done and um, just kind of sat there for, you know, a couple of months. And on my birthday, March 17th, 2014, they sent me down to the Audie Murphy VA uh, down in San Antonio uh, where I spent all the way up until the middle of September and uh, came out, had another knee surgery, went right back into a, uh, another facility uh, to get rehab um, and came out about mid January, 2015. So I pretty much spent a whole year in the hospital um, except for maybe like two weeks. Um, you know, did, did some time at the CFI, the Center for the Intrepid on uh, Fort Sam Houston. And, uh, you know, they, they'd already started my bed board before I even got out of the hospital. So um, the therapy and stuff like that was really crappy. Um, 
nobody really wanted to take a lot of time to to look at things and, and the mechanics of how I'm working and stuff. So uh, about 90% of what I've done, I've done on my own. Um, you got a therapist just telling you to go upstairs and walk. I mean, there's not really much going to be done. Um, you know, these are the guys, you know, the doctors and stuff down there are telling me, oh, we're well, just not ever going to really walk again, man. You know, uh, gained a lot of weight, ended up getting over 400 pounds because uh, I'm I was active. Uh, I wasn't out there running. I wasn't out there doing PT. Um, you know, just eating whatever the hell I wanted to eat. I was like, well, if I'm going to enjoy something in life, it's going to be food. At least it's something I can do. <laughs> um, man, by the time we got home, uh, October 2015, man, uh, the first few years was really, really tough. Um, you know, having to be dependent on people whenever it comes to, to living. Um, watching people come in and out of your life uh, that you think cares about you. Um, you know, 2019 was in, in 2020 was like two really hard years for me. Uh, you know, had a, had an ex, you know, swindle money from the account to move to another state and, you know, had best friends of 20 plus years, you know, stealing stuff out of your house that you're not even aware of because you're still, you know, not that really that coherent with what's going on. Uh, and, you know, 2020 went into a big depression, man. I, the biggest depression of my life. Uh, right. I, I want to hop back real quick. Um, first of all, I want to say, you know, when I got promoted to NCO, um, I really took the NCO creed to heart. I always, uh, always put my guys first. And I was always last and I'm, and I'm still that way today. Even I won't even eat dinner until my wife is eating. So I, I still take that. So I want to say, you know, thank you for being that NCO. That's why when you see me, I'm writing stuff down. Cause if I don't, <laughs> if I don't write it down, I'm not going to remember. Right on. But I want to hop back. Um, you know, cause once we get like Sergeant Nick from our group uh, says, you know, once you step off base, the military doesn't give a shit about you. Your phone stops ringing. Uh, you lose the camaraderie. You lose your career. And now you pretty much have no mission. So was that kind of like what your transition was like? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you get you, you, you have a few people that check on you from time to time at first. Um but yeah, I mean, he couldn't, he couldn't hit that more on the nose. Your phone goes quiet finally. <laughs> yeah, no more calls from Private Joe. Hey, sorry, I kind of crashed my car from drinking last night or something. I mean, you know, it it, it is, man. It, it's you know, your purpose is gone too. You know, you got to find something. Being retired that early on in life, man, was it's it's hard. You know, and like when I got hurt, I would have done thirty, but I only got to do twenty three. Because the military said you can't see, you can't shoot, we don't need you. Yeah. But sitting in that warrior transition unit for a year, year and a half, um, you know, like a lot of people played cards. They did, you know, they did all these things. For me, I, I wanted that personal development. You know, I wanted to start improving my, my brain. So what was going through, I don't know what they called it when you went through, but what was it like going through sitting in the hospital by yourself, a lot of time alone in your own head? 
which is probably a scary place to be. So what was that year, year and a half like going through that? And a lot of it going through that alone. You know, man, honestly, that part wasn't that bad. Um, I got a lot of support from the people uh, from the Audie Murphy VA. That's where I spent most of my time at. Um, so I had some therapists and stuff in there. Um, I'm not going to go into detail, man, but home life wasn't that great. You know, uh, my, my wife at the time was already cheating and whatnot. Um, so that part really wasn't that bad, man. It was, it was the aftermath. It was after getting out and after getting away from everything that, you know, everything really sunk in. All right. So now before, cause I always love the comeback story. Uh, before we go on, I want to say, I want to thank our sponsors. As you guys know, uh, I was in the health and fitness industry for over 30 years and I, I've drinking every energy drink on the, on the planet and I choose one and it's by my friend, Jason Lane Curtis of Bonvera. Um, it's this energy drink. It's called physics zero. It tastes like Sprite. I don't know if I can say that, but it's great energy. <laughs> Great energy, no crash, no sugar, um, and it's the only drink that I will drink today. So if you guys love energy drinks, definitely check out Physics Zero. I know that they are sponsoring you, correct? Yes, uh, Jason's uh, doing a thing. Shoot him a little promo code, Big Country Twenty Five, um, and let him know that's how you know they know that you've heard it from from us, uh, and he does like a little $5 donation towards my competition fees and stuff like that for next year for every case. So Jason Lane Curtis, Physics Zero. Guys, if you love energy drinks, make sure you pick it up. Second person I want to thank is Mr. Robert Garcia, the warrior strategist. Without him, this show, I would not have this show. Without him, um, I would not be able to do what I'm doing today, having Brian on, you know, having people like uh, David Meltzer on, John Lee Dumas, it's all because of uh, of Robert Garcia. So, guys, if you are a veteran, and even if you're not a veteran, and you want to find out how to become a expert and or celebrity in your field, look up Robert Warrior. I mean, Robert Garcia, the Warrior Strategist, and he also has a great uh, product called Design Your Paycheck. He will teach you actually how to start and run a profitable business. So I just want to give big shout outs to Robert Garcia because he actually set this video, you know, set this interview up. So Robert, love you, brother. Thank you. So now talk to us because a lot of people would think, wait a minute, you lose the lucid, you, you, you lose the use of your legs. My life is over. I'm not going to compete. I'm just going to st start feeling sorry for myself. Just like me, when I lost my vision, I could have just rolled over and said, you know what? I'm just going to lay in bed and not do anything in life. So what was your come to Jesus moment? Uh, it was October 1st, 2020. Um, you know, I, I was in that moment. I was, you know, the last few months of 2020 was in that, you know, this is it. You know, I, I can't can't keep friends. You know, family doesn't want to be around, you know, and, and I, I sit there and I got really pissed off at myself. 
um, I was like, you know what? This is this is my fault. This is my fault for not trying harder. Um, so I uh, first thing I want to do was to prove the doctors wrong. I was like, there's got to be some way somehow that I could stand up and take some steps. So that's exactly what I've done here in this house. Um, you know, rolled over to the little top bar on uh, in my kitchen and pulled myself up. And just use the walls, man. Was just using the walls to bounce myself off of. Uh, yeah, I fell a lot, <laughs> but it 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 taught me the balance that I needed to learn. It taught me how to use this right side uh, to be able to walk again. Uh, and it didn't take me that long. I was just that determined. Um, you know, from the time I got up, you know, we tried for for a little bit, sit down and rest and, and do those routines to where on my son's 20th birthday, um, I, I rolled into the dining room, slipped my leg on, jumped up and will come walking around the corner. And he was the first person to see me up on my feet and walking around. So that was, that'll always be a special moment between me and my son. Now, you know, a lot of people, you know, once they start realizing, you know, I need to change, you know, something I'm, I'm doing something and the something that I'm doing is not working anymore. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, you have to clear the wreckage of the past before you can start moving on to the future. So what was that like? What were some of the first steps? Cause you know, the, the body will go wherever the mind tells it to go, to go. So obviously you had to start upgrading your mindset. So what were some of the initial steps that you took in changing your mindset? Well, actually, you started taking my own advice from a lot of the motivational speaking that I was doing uh, a couple of years beforehand. Um, I walked in the bathroom and looked at myself. I was like, dude, you're a badass. You got this. It, it was, you know, it was to the point to where it was. I don't really care what anybody else has got to say about it anymore. I don't care what, you know, the little snickers that I hear about me being in my chair or about me being overweight or, or whatever the case was. You know, a lot of people let other people's opinions influence their lifestyle. And, you know, you let me try to phrase this the right way. Um, you you can live your own life and not be an asshole. But then again, let me rephrase that. The only people's opinions that matter should be your significant other and your kids. As long as they have your back and they have your support, like mine has mine, then who cares what anybody else has got to say? You know, I don't mean to say that in an asshole way, but, you know, I, I don't. Uh, you know, what, what people used to have to say and the way they thought about me doesn't matter. You know, I, I'm trying to show my children, all six of them, that it doesn't matter what's put in front of you in life. If you re dig down deep and you love yourself, and you respect yourself, and you push as hard as you can push, you can achieve your dreams. Now, I'm achieving my second dream now, being a professional para-athlete. I mean, I'm having a blast. But I still, it doesn't matter what other people think about me, as long as I'm helping others in the process and trying to inspire others to get up off their butt and do something, instead of sitting there feeling sorry for yourself, then that's the gold medal for me. Yes, it's, it's awesome to go out here and compete and win these gold medals and stuff like that. But 
I want to be able to show people and give people that glimpse of hope that I've had, that it's, it's us. We have to be responsible for it ourselves. You know, and once you get to that point where you're working hard and, and other people see how hard you're working, then you, then you start surrounding yourself with people who actually want to see your dreams come true. You know, that's where you find your, 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 your battle buddies, your real friends and stuff like that. Everybody has bad moments in life. Everybody's done something stupid in life. It's our responsibility to stand back up and take control of that and to push forward. <laughs> you know, and one thing, you know, I've, now I've done over 500 interviews. I've had Purple Heart recipients. Uh, gold medal medal winners, uh, all kinds of athletes. And a lot of them, they tell me, you know, Rich, you know, I got the gold medal, but after I won it, it was the process that I missed the most. I don't really care about the gold medal that much. It was the process. And a lot of people, you know, don't realize that in life, you know, today is the only day that we have. You know, yesterday does not exist. Tomorrow does not exist. Yep. So enjoy the process and, and being hyper, uh, you know, hyper vigilant about today. So mm. talk to us about enjoying the process. And, you know, like for me, like when I started bodybuilding years ago, I would love every set, every rep, every I would look forward to every meal, every pre-workout, you know, mm. I actually enjoyed the process. So talk to us about, you know. Winning the gold, but also enjoying the process along the way. <laughs> Sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger there for a minute, man. I, I love watching his videos. Um, he he he's got a lot of good motivational stuff in there about stuff. You know, it the process is fun, man. Just like you in the gym, working out, going in and digging in, and over a period of time, seeing the changes. Arms getting bigger, traps getting bigger, chest getting bigger. You're getting stronger. I do. I the other day was my first day back in the gym. <laughs> I felt like I lift a whole damn building. Um, and you know, then it's the people that come in behind you. Uh, it's like you were talking a few minutes ago about Robert Garcia. You know, he's been following me there here for a little bit. He's helped me out with quite a few things and been an absolutely amazing man along with Justin Myers and uh, Gus. Savage Shakers, baby. Savage Shakers. <laughs> yep. Uh, Savage Shakers and Signs by Veterans is our, our newest sponsor. Uh, they've done some amazing things so far. American Bears Apparel, Physics Zero, 1776 Sports Nutrition. It's actually putting together this team. And the team being there to support you through this process too, and it pumps me up even more. You know, to 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 have that, to see the people that actually have been watching you over a period of time, and seeing the progress that you've made. Now it's now it's you know, not only are you just representing yourself, but you're representing these amazing companies, and just just beasting it out, man. It, it I I think. I think having the people back me up right before I left to go out to Arizona, man, just, just made it that much more easier for me. And it's going to be the same way when we go, when we head out to uh, Florida next month for the warrior games, uh, there's a, uh, 
there's a big ticket being talked about right now. Uh, me and Planet Fitness is actually fixing to go into a contract. Uh, so we got we got a big franchise fixing to step up to come behind us. Uh, yep. Justin's Justin's going to be my manager on that, and Robert's going to be handling my PR and everything. So I got some amazing men uh, behind me on this, man. So that way we can get to wear the colors again. Yep, and I just wanted to say uh, real quick is I I, I um, I'm one of the board of directors of Savage Shakers. <laughs> We're coming out with some hot items. If you guys love shaker cups, everybody like for me, I got a shaker cup for my protein. I got one for my BCAAs, one for my pro, my pre workout, and for and the ones the ones that we're coming out with, you don't they're dishwasher safe. They hold their they hold everything. They're amazing. They have some cool sayings on them. And we're also because I don't know if you've ever one gone through this, you lose those little shaker balls. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and what we're we're actually doing we're actually making three and five. And we're actually selling them separately, so you'll never have to go without one of those shaker balls again. And a portion of everything that Savage Shaker does goes back to helping veterans. And we are a veteran-owned company. So also, if you're uh, if you love the color pink, if you have anybody that's struggling with um, breast cancer, we have a special shaker for for uh, for breast cancer, and proceeds go to help women struggling with breast cancer. So I just wanted to put that out there since you brought it up. I had to <laughs> Well, I mean, y'all are, man. Y'all doing some great stuff. Uh, the shakers are just epic, man. You know, nobody else is doing that out there. And it's just like, it's a, like, hell, I, I was telling the wife, I was telling my wife the other day, I got to get me a, a little shelf to put right up underneath my, uh, my uh, supplements and stuff like that. So I can start doing my little collections. <laughs> Now, because like uh, I'm a big sport, like I said, I'm a big supplement geek. I ran a GNC for over 30 years. So talk to us about you know because we're we're not we're not 20 years old anymore, no. you know. So and obviously you you want to stay in shape, but you also want to stay alive. You want you got six kids, you got a beautiful bride, you want to live a great life. So what kind of supplements do you take to not only get bigger and stronger? but to stay healthy? Well, uh, everything I take comes from 1776 Sports Nutrition. Um, I linked up with Kevin and them over there because uh, they're, they're still a fairly new company and whatnot. Um, I linked up with them because of how they're doing their ingredients to their supplements. Um, you know, their pre-workout, the AT4, um, have you ever seen a pre-workout with a multivitamin in it? Seriously? No. Well, that's exactly what AT4 is. Um, they've gone through the process to take out a lot of the stuff that actually strains your body. Um, I know everybody loves pre-workout, but it does put a strain on your heart, your body. Blood pressure goes up. <clears throat> the way they've done theirs it doesn't do that. Um, it still gives you that energy. It doesn't have a lot of caffeine in it, but the multivitamin and the ingredients that they put in there still gives you that little energy boost. And your body's actually getting the vitamins and nutrients in it that it should be 
kind of like with what Jason's done with Physics Zero. He's took out all that crap yeah. from all these other companies and refinagled his formula to make it to where it actually helps the body instead of destroys it in the process. Um, you know, I, I, I do their pre-workout. Uh, I do their ECAAs uh, during my workout. I will uh, <coughs> take a shaker bottle and, and have it with me in the gym. Uh, they got a nice little multivitamin. Uh, just come out with some awesome creatine. I don't go really heavy on a lot of supplements. Um, take a little bit of protein powder, but the only time I really do my protein shakes is when I don't have the time to cook or meal prep. I want most of my protein and, and stuff like that to come from my food sources. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Oh, I'm just, okay, I'm going to fit in four double scoops of protein shakes in a day, and that's 200 grams of protein right there, but you're still not getting the rest of what you should be, uh, the nutrients like you do from your food. Um, that's why I eat six times a day. That's <laughs> why I'm up at three o'clock in the morning so I can start eating. So that way we're not having to shove it in, you know, and, and feel bloated all day long. Um, the nutrition part of it, man, it's, it's everybody's different. Everybody's body works a different way. Yeah. Uh, we can take the basics to everybody, but it has to be recalculated as we see how, you know, people's bodies act, acts differently towards carbs. Some people blow up when they eat carbs. Some people don't. Yeah. It just depends on, on, on the body, man. But me, it's, we've almost got it down to a science to where we just keep getting bigger and stronger. Um, watching our heart stuff. I mean, now that we're in our forties, yeah. uh, keeping, keep having the doctors keep an eye on things, uh, especially seeing how we go and we exert ourselves, you know, five to six days a week. Now for me, you know, carbs are my en enemy. I can look at a slice of pizza and put on five pounds. Uh, as I get older, I'm 53 now. So I got to really watch out for my carbs. You know, I, I still have a cheat day. Uh, one, once a week, sometimes twice a week. But uh, first of all, I want to talk about, you know, I'm a big personal development guy. Um, I have a lot of friends that are in personal development, like, you know, Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, Tony Robbins, people like that. And like Mr. James Clear wrote a book called Atomic Habits. And he talks about how 40% of your day is just your habits. So even if you just change 1% a day at the end of a year, you're a totally different person. But if, like I, I've been told that um, what you do right before you go to bed and what you do when you wake up in the morning will define how your day goes. So talk to us what a day in the life of big country is like <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, what is your routine and what is your evening routine? Um, waking up, like I said, I'm up by three o'clock in the morning. Um, I chug a bottle of water, get those organs, you know, going, waking everything up. Uh, I have a thing what I call big country's concoction. Um, it's one measurement. It's a quarter cup. Um, so you take a scoop of protein powder, uh, quarter cup of 2% milk, quarter cup of oats, and a quarter cup of uh, non-fat Greek yogurt. Uh, you actually make that the night before you go to bed. Stir it up, leave it sit in there. When you wake up, when you're drinking that bottle of water, eat that. 
Um, it's a good source of protein, a uh, good source of the carbs and, and some of your essential fats to go ahead and get that in the body as well. <clears throat> get that body in that fat burning process. Um, and then about 45, 50 minutes later, I'm eating my first meal, uh, which usually consists of anywhere between a half a dozen to about eight eggs, um, mostly egg whites, except for two. Uh, get that in, same meal a couple hours later. Um, and then we're in the gym about two to three hours after that. Um, go in there, weight train for a couple hours to get a little bit of cardio in. Um, depending on what the day has, you know, with either kids, doctor's appointments or whatnot is how the rest of it goes um, and how we flex you know, practice and stuff. Um, like I just got back from practice with uh, with my throne coach, Adrian Wilson, yesterday. Uh, she's a five-time world women's champion in the Highlander Games and one of the biggest para-sports coaches out there. Uh, she, she's, she's, she's definitely amazing. Um, but then we just, you know, we slide the throwing in. You know, either my one of my sons will come out with me during the day or, you know, we definitely get out on the weekends when the wife's home. Uh, get up and go throw um but we do our meals uh, our meals for the rest of the day usually consist of about 12 ounces of ground turkey with a cup of jasmine rice we do that about two times and then we kind of leave we, we try to leave supper up to the kids <laughs> we hear what they want then we turn around and we make it healthy so if they want you know if they want barbecue chicken you know for the night then we'll go grill some chicken or something man uh we, we try not to to make everything, you know, strict for them to eat. Uh, you know, we have to take the kids' consideration and stuff, man. Uh, we have our cheat meals. We don't have a cheat day. Uh, we have cheat meals. Uh, we do those twice a week. Um, and it's good to do that. It keeps your body guessing. Um, I don't do cheat days because that's really throwing your body into overload of, oh, holy crap, I've been eating shit all day long. <laughs> and, uh, a lot of a lot of unnecessary calories out of that, man. So so me and the wife will we'll pick a, a date night to go out somewhere and, and eat a meal and whatnot. And then we'll do one with the kids. We'll have like a pizza night or something like that. Uh little family night. Uh but that's about it, man. Until until it's time to go and leave compete. Like I'll be flying out on the sixteenth of August. So, you know, we'll get things straightened up and whatnot around here for you know, the wife and the kids and stuff, and then we'll be packed up. We'll be gone through the 29th. So we'll be gone for about 13 days this time around. So, But now a lot of people, you know, they'll, they'll get in the gym, you know, they'll work out, you know, they'll do everything, you know, but they don't realize how important recovery is. You know, they don't understand how important sleep is. Absolutely. And, you know, and a lot of people, you know, for me, I've realized that, you know, the quality of my life equals the quality of my sleep. And, you know, so talk to us a little bit about what your preparation is getting ready for bed. Um, and because that's that's when you actually grow. That's when you actually recover is when you're when you're at rest. So talk about how important recovery is and how do you recover? It is um, I, about an hour before I go to bed. Um, I'll fix one of my protein shakes and I'm not just saying, Hey, let's go dump some powder and drink some milk. Uh, we throw some fruits and some greens and stuff that in there to help, uh, antioxidants. 
<clears throat> and we'll drink that about an hour before bed. So that way the body has a little bit of time to, to digest it before bed. Um, you know, but by the time we're laying down and we're sleeping, it's good to have that protein source and stuff like that within your body. Like you said, that's one of the biggest times that we grow, you know, our body's feeding off that protein and, and whatnot. Um, I have to at least get six hours of sleep. I have to. Even if I wake up, you know, I still have, you know, dreams and stuff like that, just like a lot of other people do. So if I'm up for an hour or so at night, I make sure I sleep an extra hour or whatnot, you know, during the day. But you're right about that. That's the biggest part of when we grow is when we're asleep. Just like my my inflammation, my, my swelling and stuff in my leg, man. I can be swole up as a big old pig. But by the time I wake up, everything's gone. You know, your body's had time to shut down and repair itself. Okay, so now tell us exactly, because a lot of people will be like, what the heck is, you know, the, the gains that you are involved in? What kind, you know, there's people are probably thinking, you know, well, I've seen powerlifting before. I've seen the world's strongest man. So it's, what are you talking about? Well, parasports is... Honestly, it's just like every other sport. It's just for people with disabilities. Um, like the, the couple of videos that I put up over my powerlifting events uh, last week, uh, you know, our feet don't touch the ground. Our, our legs are strapped to, to the bench. Uh, you know, I compete against people who have lower extremity issues. So uh, it parasports is amazing. Uh, the, Paralympics actually shown for the first time when they were in Tokyo last. Um, if you haven't got to watch any videos, just go in there and Google Paralympics, Parasports. Um, I throw disc, shot put. Um, the only difference is, is I don't spin. I throw from a throwing frame. Um, it's a frame that's, that's been customized, uh, built for me. Uh, it is ratcheted. It is anchored to the ground so it doesn't move. And then when I sit into it, I'm anchored onto the chair so I can throw with full force and not have to worry about falling over. Um, not everybody in parasports throws from a throwing frame. It just depends on what your disabilities are. Um, but they have every sport just like the Olympic has. They have swimming, shooting, biking, racing, uh, track and field events, powerlifting. It's the same. They just have things modified so it's safer for us to compete. Um, it's still grueling. I mean, you still have to lift. You still have to train. You know, it's not just because it's for people with disabilities. That doesn't mean that we're not out here busting our ass every day. You know, um, this is kind of like a chill day for me, but it, it's, it's, it's something else. Um, we have, uh, power, we have soccer, rugby, basketball, wheelchair basketball, that, that wheelchair rugby is something else, man. I actually got to see a real match face-to-face, -face and they don't play, man. They, they ram them wheelchairs into each other, and if you're not careful, <laughs> you get busted up a little bit. But it's, I mean, we have, uh, we have an amazing time doing it. We have fun doing it and meeting other people with disabilities like ours, man. You know, you're always finding new tricks to the trade on how to take care of yourself. Now, you know, I've, interviewed several NPC bodybuilders, uh, IFBB pros, uh, Jimmy Mentis. I've had Mr. Sheru. He actually has the second biggest bodybuilding show in the world. 
the Sheru Classic. He was on. I've had Mr. Jay Cutler, Mr. Olympia four times. Um, but being an athlete is a 24-hour-a-day job. It is. You know, and, and meal prep, cooking, shopping, a lot of people don't realize that this is a job. You mm -hmm. know, this is what you do. And it's not cheap. Oh. So <laughs> how do you, um, besides feeding six kids and your beautiful <laughs> bride, how do you, you know, obviously you get some supplements from the sponsors, but they're not going to pay for your food. So how how do you uh, afford doing what you do? Well, that's uh, a big thanks to Justin Myers. Um you know, he donates $200 a month to me now, which actually helps out, uh, you know, whenever it comes to training costs and stuff like that and competition costs. Um, he's a, a prior Olympian himself, as you know. Uh, that was one of the things that me and him sat down and talked about. It's just like, man, I'm going to donate this, man. I know what it's like, you know, cost of training and nutrition and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, man, we the nutrition part of it, man, that's just where we fit in our budget. You know, I, I, I'm medically retired. Um, you know, my wife has got a, a nice job. Her, her diet plan's not that far away from mine. Um, you know, she works out and stays healthy and stuff like that herself. Uh, and, and thankfully, the kids are really not that picky. So, okay. you, know, it's, you know, being able to push some of the habits off on them, too, as well, is great, man. But it, it is the diet part of it. I can go to the grocery store for two weeks and easily spend 400 bucks, um, you know, just from the ground turkey and the chicken and the rice and, you know, the vegetables and stuff. And people think, well, wait a minute, that's really not, you know, yeah, it, it adds up. It, it definitely adds up. You know, that, that was a three pound pack of ground turkey. The 93, seven runs about 14 bucks right now. And I'll, I'll go through a whole container of that in a day and a half. So you have to sit there and count up 14 days. Okay, one container's a day and a half. You still got seven more containers to go. <laughs> you know, and that's and that's just two meals out of the day. Um, we'll go, I'll go through a pack of 60 eggs yeah. in 10 days. And the price of eggs doubled almost. I got a friend, he owns a restaurant. He's like, the price of eggs has almost doubled for it. Yeah. So it's it's not cheap. So now that's going to go to our last question. Um, how do we support you? How can we support your mission? And how do we find you? Um, well, I'm all over the place. Uh, Facebook, Brian Big Country Conwell or Sergeant Big Country. Um, Instagram, Sergeant Big Country. TikTok is Sergeant Big Country Official. Um, you know, we, uh, number one, uh, I want to give the shout out to, to the sponsors. If y'all hit the link tree link in my bio, that takes you to all my sponsors, promo code BigCountry25 uh, across the board. Um, you know, we, uh, Nick Valentine just got through putting together a uh, fundraiser that I'm going to be sharing out later today uh, that he has started up for me. Um there is a Venmo within uh, the link tree that if people just want to make small donations here and there, they can do that through uh, Venmo. Um, I have a 
separate account with Charlotte Credit Union that, you know, all my competition and stuff, even even my merch, the people that get our merch, all that extra that goes in, goes into this account that helps pays for competition fees, uh, travels and hotel, because it does, it, it, it's expensive to get out there. Uh, yeah, I was fortunate this year uh, getting picked up uh, for a camp before the Desert Challenge that was uh, by the Paralympic Committee. You know, ended up paying for everything. Uh, some of these competitions, it, just travel and hotel stays around seventeen hundred bucks. But that depends on where you're going, though, too. Um, but there's there's that way to link up with us and whatnot. We'll have some more fundraisers going on through the year. Um, I know Planet Fitness is fixing to do one for me here really soon. Uh, they've done a, a T-shirt with our logo and their logo on there. Um, that's gonna. Uh, be going in four different gyms for about a couple of months just to, just to help raise some funds and whatnot. Uh, people want to throw fundraisers or stuff, something like that. All they have to do is get a hold of me and we'll set something up. Uh, like I said, I'm fixing to post one that Nick Valentine just got through creating for us. Uh, pretty cool Army veteran, owns a semi-pro basketball team down in Texas. He, he's a big entrepreneur, really cool guy. Uh, and yeah, Sergeant Nick is the guy I was talking about earlier. Um, he also owns Operation Phantom Support. So definitely check out Nick Valentine. Absolutely. Shout out. Love you, brother. Okay, so now talk to us about this uh, competition coming up and what, what you got coming up in the future. All right. So uh, August 19th through the 28th at the ESPN Complex, Orlando, Florida, is the DOD Warrior Games. Um, is one of the biggest competitions of the year. Uh, all five branches, active duty and veterans and uh, veterans with disabilities get together and form a team for their specific branch. Of course, I'm Team Army. Uh, we did invite Canada down this year, so we're adding Canada to the mix, uh, which is going to make it even bigger. Uh, so we'll be down there for a couple weeks competing against the different branches same events, shot put, disc, track and field, swimming, shooting, basketball, volleyball, rugby, just, just like anything else in parasports. Uh, it's one of the big ones of the year. Um, actually, my last competition uh, competition for the year. Um, I go into my off season after that, which is the 1st of September, uh, getting ready to do this again next year. Um, I will be doing a lot of meets from the Track and Field Association, which I'm a member of. Um, those are sanctioned events throughout the states that keep our throws or your your time records or whatnot uh, on cue. Uh, our, our main goal is to make it to the world championships in 2024. Uh, we place there, then we make Team USA to go to the Paralympics in Paris. Uh, that's the end goal is to make it to the 2024 teams. Uh, but there's you know, we'll be doing the National Wheelchair Games again next year. Hopefully, we'll be doing the Warrior Games again next year. Uh, you do have to compete for your spot uh, on Team Army or Team Navy. Uh, you do have to compete for that. So, we'll be geared up for the Army Trials next year, uh, along with the Track and Field Associations. We'll be going back to uh, Arizona for the Desert Challenge. That was an international competition. Uh, I took gold and men's disc against 12 other countries which was, you know, being my first international competition, that was that was a big boost of confidence within myself. I trained really hard for that uh, and actually got to go out and, and train with a D1 coach from San Diego State. 
And uh, Mr. Bill, uh, his son was a three-time Olympian. He trained him at men's disc. Uh, so we get to work with some amazing people. Uh, we got some really cool competitions coming up next year. And if I can, real quick, if you're a person with disabilities or a veteran with disabilities and you want to get into sports and stuff like this, please hit me up on my Instagram account. Shoot me a message so that way I can put point you in the right direction um, to, to get involved in this sports. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, the camaraderie is almost just like in the military. Yes, we're there competing with each other, but, you know, when we're not on the competition field, it's fun, it's laughter, you know, it's that camaraderie is actually there. Um, any way that I can get somebody in the position where I'm at right now, just just hit me up. I'd love, love to help you out. I also want you to give a big a big shout out to your coach because I believe, you know, you know, even the greats, like I'm a big sports geek, you know, even guys like um, Tom Brady, they want to be coached up. You know, mm -hmm. even, uh, you know, Tony Robbins has a coach Absolutely. and, you know, we all need coaches. So I know you gave a big shout out to your coach and I want, I don't remember her name. So can you please shout her out again? So Adrian Wilson is my throwing coach. She is a five time world women's champion in the Highlander games. Uh, she has taught me a lot uh, about throwing. Um, I also work a little bit with Joe Ken. Uh, he's my strength coach. Uh, he used to be the Panther strength coach. Uh, so big shout outs to him and his gruesome workouts that he sends over. And I tell you, they will, they will beat you up. Um, you know, and everybody else who's helped us out from there. Uh, Jackie Meggett, our uh, coach at the VA, uh, the adaptive sports coordinator. He, he's taught us a lot as well. All right. So like I said, I just wanted, you know, I always want to give the shout outs uh, just so people know that they're loved and appreciated because a lot of people, they don't see the people behind the scenes. They just seen the athlete, but they don't see the coaches that work just just as hard getting them into shape. So I also want to give a shout out to our thank our sponsors again, uh, Physics Zero guys. You can't go, you can't get any better than that. Um, if you love energy drinks, no sugar, no crash, tastes amazing. Uh, Robert Garcia, Robert, without you, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. So thank you, uh, Robert Garcia, the warrior strategist. He's everywhere. Check them out. And also, because you brought them up, I didn't bring them up. Savage Shakers, uh, thank you. Thank you guys for supporting us. We're a brand new company, but I think we got a lot of a lot of things coming up. We, we're, we're trying to get into G all every GNC. We're trying to be everywhere. And we are a veteran-owned company that are helping veterans. We're not putting money. We're putting our money where our mouth is at. Absolutely. So, and so I just want to say, Brian, brother, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you and you're truly amazing. And I'm actually just talking to you. I might start getting back involved in some kind of sporting, even though I have uh, vision issues. And, you know, and that's, that's, that's the part about para sports, brother is that's, that's one of our categories is, is vision impaired, man. You know, you, you there, we have a category in para sports. So that way if anybody with any kind of, type of disability can come out and play people with cerebral palsy people with ms people with amputations people who can't hear like yourself people that have vision issues you know there's we have a way for everybody to compete and if you want to compete brother i would absolutely love to get you to the national wheelchair games next year in portland oregon uh, definitely i'm thinking you know because like i said i'm on the board of uh, savage shaker so maybe i'll have to 
have to show up and hang out. But guys, <laughs> yeah. So if you, guys, if you guys are watching this, um, please get back in the game. Stop sitting on the sideline, whether it's in business, whether it's in life. Start competing again, uh, you know, because when you're competing, you have something to look forward to. And like my T-shirt says, you know, today I decided today I decided to get up and compete to become one of the best podcasters in the world. And and I decided to interview Mr. Brian and and help him do what he does. So, guys, like I say, the, the three most important words in the English language are today I decided. And guys, like I always leave with a quote from Mrs. Oprah Winfrey. She says, if you want to help yourself, help somebody else. So guys, please, if you, if you know anybody out there that's struggling, reach out to them today because you just might save a life. Brian, I'm so grateful and honored to be your friend, man. And this was fun. Yeah, brother. So man. guys, make sure you follow Brian. He's on Facebook, Instagram. He's everywhere. Make sure you follow him. Get some of his merch because everybody loves cool merch. So pick up his merch. And also, you know, if you guys love energy drinks, pick up energy drinks and it also helps him. So it's a win-win situation. All right, guys, I love you and I will see you tomorrow. And remember, vertical momentum, the only way to go is butt up. Look at the guns, baby. It's the gun show. <laughs> All right, Brian, have a great week. You too, brother. Hey guys, if you're enjoying our show, if you love what we're doing, if you would like to support us, we have a whole bunch of great stuff coming out. We have a brand new t-shirt line that's coming out, hats, coffee mugs, any kind of swag that lets your friends know that you support Vertical Momentum and you're always looking to get better. Also, we have our new coffee brand coming out. It's called Vertical Momentum Coffee. It's ass-kicking coffee, and, and it, will, it will get you moving in the morning. So, guys, if you're interested, go to www.richardkaufman.net. Check us out. Leave us a note. Tell us what you'd like, and we'll actually send it to you. The new website is being built. So, if you guys want to, our book is out there on Amazon. It's called A Hero's Journey from Darkness to Light. Definitely check it out. It talks about my story, but it also talks about how to survive depression, how to survive addiction. All right, guys, I love you. Thank you so much for always supporting our mission, which is to save lives.